Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning, London time, on Tuesday the 2nd of May. Several parts of the world had a long weekend for May Day, relaxing, or, in the case of France, taking to the streets in protest. The US, instead, had a small banking problem and played out another act in their debt ceiling farce. It might have been better for the states if they'd taken the day off too. First Republic Bank, which had been causing some concerns, was acquired. This raises once again the question of what these banking system problems will do to the wider economy. There's still no evidence of a systemic problem, other than the fact that the banking system needs to come to terms with the threat of bank runs in the Twitter era, and that regulators need to come to terms with that reality too. The risk is that banks themselves engage in the equivalent of precautionary savings, deciding to hold more liquidity and thus offer out less credit, just in case. Credit has been unusually important to consumers in recent months because of the terrible real wage growth. The good news is that tighter lending standards will take some time to constrain spending, which allows for real incomes to grow. And larger banks, which have been more significant in credit creation, are less likely to engage in precautionary savings. Nonetheless, the resolution of First Republic's story does not remove lending risks entirely. On the subject of lending money, the next phase in the debt ceiling farce is being played out with US Treasury Secretary Yellen signalling that the states would run out of cash by the 1st of June and US President Biden summoning congressional leaders to the White House next week, presumably to explain the consequences of that slowly and clearly, using very short words and possibly a glove puppet show in order to make sure that the message is properly understood. Markets are now entering the phase where they are unlikely to price in the extremes of a default, but they will price in worries about the potential for highly polarised US politics to do something stupid. It is the political polarisation that makes the current situation somewhat different from previous debates. On the data front, the UK's BRC shop price index slowed. This measure does not include non-retail items or restaurant and bar prices. The breakdown was somewhat interesting. Food price inflation continues to grow quickly, but non-food prices fell on the month. Profit-led inflation takes place at the end of the supply chain, in goods and services where brand values tend to be quite strong. Things like the BRC index, therefore, offer a more useful insight than broader data, which captures prices further up the supply chain, where profit-led inflation is less likely. The data does keep the focus on food manufacture and distribution, of course. From Italy, the Netherlands and the euro area will have April inflation numbers today, which will also be closely examined for suggestions that profit-led inflation may also be coming under pressure. The US offers some labour market data that is very, very likely to be misunderstood. The JOLTS data, in theory, offers job vacancy numbers. The reality is that it actually offers publicly advertised job vacancy data, and so often captures churn or turnover in the labour market as much as anything else. This is relevant because churn has been very high, but there are now signs that it may be coming down. Lower turnover in the labour market has interesting implications for both productivity 
and wage increases. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.